0: What's up, all my fellow Hustlepreneurs out there. Welcome to episode three of the Hustlepreneur Life podcast. Today, we have a fellow entrepreneur on the podcast who specializes in Facebook ads. His name is Jason Wojo. I follow him on Instagram. He drops a lot of great knowledge. I know he's very knowledgeable. He's helped scale 40 plus businesses using Facebook ads. He's going to drop a lot of knowledge today. I'm excited to ask him a lot of questions. I think we're going to get a lot of uh, answers for you guys out there looking to, you know, see if you need to be doing Facebook ads, if you're doing them right, if you're doing them wrong. So definitely stay tuned and let's go ahead and bring Jason on right now. Jason, how's it going, man?
1: Good, man. Doing awesome. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank
0: you. I'm excited. The Life Podcast. Yep. So yeah, definitely. I brought you on, Jason. I thought, like I said, you would be a great person to kind of discuss ads, advertising. Um, We have, you know, obviously fellow entrepreneurs and different people that are either, own a business, have a business, have side hustles, whatever it may be. And, you know, they really need help, uh, whether it's with Facebook ads or understanding just even kind of the basic concepts of Facebook ads. So, um, yeah, of course, yeah, you know, in my eyes, you're like a guru. Um, you know, you, you got, you got some knowledge, you got some knowledge, you know, more, more than the, you know, the average person. So um, I guess what I kind of want to just start with is give us a lowdown. Who is Jason Wojo, you know?
1: Um, so I am a 23 year old digital marketer. Um, I started my journey probably about almost three years now. Um, I'm from New York originally. And, um, the way I really started was I was doing like a bunch of videos on like Instagram, doing like motivational stuff. Um, and then I came across like this page called hustle Island. And, um, basically they were doing like you know, they were like a big community for entrepreneurs who wanted to like learn more about like funnels, ads, emails, copy, just like basically having an online business. Right. Um, and then at the time, like I didn't really know much about Facebook ads. So I was more of like an influencer type of thing where like I was just like, you know, gaining a large following and trying to like get my name out there at first before I really started making like real money. Um, and then I met this guy named Greg Barry who lived in Connecticut while I was in New York and he owned the brand. So he wound up inviting me for lunch one day and then he was asking me if I can do those same videos that I did for my personal brand for Hustle Island and then he wound up, you know, paying me and then, you know, I learned a lot from him just because like we were running funnels and like, you know, um, like landing pages and doing Facebook ads and like the budget that he gave us was substantial enough for me to like understand Facebook ads at scale. Um, especially when he didn't even care. Like there were days where we would spend like 3000 and he wouldn't even care. Be like, all right, whatever. Like just spend. And I was like, okay, right. So like, that's why I really started to learn like campaign structure, like what goes into like a winning ad in general, how to actually branch off that data. Um, and then after that, man, I just really took what I learned from him. And I just started an agency. I started doing it for local businesses, online businesses, e-com stores, personal branding, really anything that was like conversion based. Right. Um and and also Legion. Um and then I did that for like two years while I was in college. Now before I moved back to New York, I was resident in upstate New York in culinary school. And um I yeah, dude, this Chef, is a weird Chef, story, man. So I was yeah, that's the problem though, is that I went to culinary school. I never went to class. So like I was on the side, I was flipping Pokemon cards on like eBay. There you go. So that's how I like wanted to learn like consumer behavior and like how to sell things at scale. Um And I just liked flipping stuff because at the time I was watching Gary Vee a lot. And I was right, like, yo, this yeah. is dope. like Gary flipping Vee. stuff, yeah. man. It's so much fun. So I was doing that. um Did that for like the whole first and second semester. Uh, I profited like $11,000, I think. It was like 11 grand. And then I dropped out of culinary school. I did not know how to cook, man. I still don't know how to cook to this very day. Man. I have what no made, idea what I'm what doing.
0: Made you, what made you uh, go to culinary school?
1: So... I was working at a cafe when I was younger because I wanted to work, like I wanted to make money like as young as possible.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I found this cafe in Walden near me um, and they hired me on like a, basically man, since I was too young, they gave me like five bucks an hour.
2: Right, right. And I know,
1: was working at this cafe yeah. and it was cash under the table.
2: Yeah.
1: And uh, I was just like literally flipping eggs, cracking eggs and like just doing dumb shit. Like I was just doing like, like washing dishes
2: right, and that's I how I made some money. Living
1: yeah and then <laughs> oh, no, cool. well the thing was man i wasn't very self-aware so when i was deciding to go to college or not my boss was like oh you're already working a kitchen you might as well go to culinary school and i was like all right bet fine i'll go yeah that was a complete waste of time um and then i wound up dropping out uh, moved back home um and then i decided to go to a business program because i was like more business minded i could just tell myself that like i knew mm-hmm. i was just being more self-aware like that's what people lack right now self-awareness unfortunately um and then went to school for a couple of years, um, finished my degree and then um, building my agency. And I had a good amount of clients. I had a good amount of money in the banks. And I decided to move to Orlando um, when I graduated in 2019 in May. And then I stayed there until 2020, which is obviously this year. And then now I just recently moved to Tampa. So it's been like, um, it's been a fast growing journey because I've grown faster by just being around people who are smarter than me. Um, because I'm not very like educated. So it's not like with me, it's more like street smart. Like I'm not very book ed etiquette. I'm not very like, I'm not very mature to be honest. I'm not mature. I'm very childish. Um, I'm just like, not with the normalcy. I I I don't like that. Um, So yeah, I mean, that's really my story up to this point. Like right now, like I'm an offer owner. Um, I manage probably well over 30 clients. Um, I have generated well over $10 million in products and services through Facebook ads, scaled 40 plus businesses to seven, uh, to six and seven figures, um, a couple to eight. And then, uh, yeah, man, now we're here. So that's really it. I mean, I've learned a lot with just doing it, like just spending right. the money and just finding out what works and like putting myself in front of people in situations that would make me grow. Um, and like, yeah, man, it's been the last 12 months though. I've had a huge like growth from having like a money block of thinking that I couldn't make a lot of money to then like, you know, having a month where I made like $172,000 and it's like, Holy shit. And it's just like the money block thing is a complete facade. And, and then now like dealing with Facebook stuff, it's just like, it's nuts, man. Like it's been a crazy journey I've learned a lot and, um, yeah, man. It's been a very humble journey too. Cause I don't come from like a, I know a lot of people say this line, it's all over the internet, but like I really don't have much, man. Like I lived in a small ass 800 square foot home in New York. Like it was very small. Um, my parents didn't really make a crazy amount of money. Um, I just grew up liking basketball, liking, you know, video games. I wasn't a very like money, money kid. I didn't really just do things for money when I was a kid. Um, but I saw like the way that my parents looked at money and like how they were always worried about like, you know, every two weeks and like the end of the month and the bills come in the mail. And like, you know, whenever we, 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 we would get the mail at the house, my dad would be like, Oh, thank God there wasn't a bill in there. And like now, like, I don't really care about bills and it's different. It's. But obviously, like, yeah, I still do care a little bit, but it's like, it's not as hard as it was for my parents.
0: Right. You're kind of heading into the so, financial freedom. Yeah. So it's the overnight.
1: freedom. Like, yeah. obviously, I don't like paying bills. Like, right. I think it's stupid, yeah. but like, you got to pay bills. Like, That's right. just how yeah. it is. So it's like, Yeah. Like having financial obligations is, is a good thing because it holds you accountable. Right. Like some people, man, like they can't grow because their parents are still holding them down. And it's like, you need to get out. Like you right. are having parents pay for you. It's mm-hmm. not how life works. Right. Um. I remember when I first moved to Orlando, man, I wasn't making much. Like I had a decent agency. i would maybe doing like six to seven grand a month, but I was doing more work than I was being paid for. Right. And I wasn't profiting as much because I was buying all these like techie softwares mm-hmm. and I was trying to figure out some, I thought that some software was going to make me more money when it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And I was just spending a lot of money. I was still partying, man. I, I got to Orlando. I was just partying. I was just doing dumb stuff and just like i was still that kid mm-hmm. because i i i was a little bit of like resentment because i missed out on a lot of that stuff in college because i was too busy working right like i was working three jobs and i was playing tennis in college and like those things just didn't align very well like i would go to go to work i would you know i would pay people on fiverr to do my homework like dude i did some yeah. sketchy shit and like the the yeah, dude, but, like, at the end of school, like, when school was over, I didn't go to graduation, and I graduated with the highest GPA, even though I didn't even actually do any of the work. And, like, yeah. that's – I'm actually writing yeah. a book on this. Yeah, so yeah. it's called – it's going to be called, like, The Invisible Student, but I'm really? trying to, like, find the time to write this. Yeah, it's, like, how I basically cheated the school system because <laughs> um, I don't think it's beneficial for anybody. I think it's a complete sham. Um, It puts people in a box mm-hmm. and – yeah, man, that's that's basically my story up to this point. So.
0: Nah, man, I think you got a good story. Um, 23 too. I didn't even realize you were 23. I didn't even know your age going into this. 23. That's oh. Great. Yeah, yeah. I'm 28, so I mean, you know, we're. Damn, uh, but you do not look
1: 28, man. I you know. look about my age. And that's Damn. what I'm
0: saying. Yeah, I didn't. At 23. I wasn't even thinking that. Um. So when was your last nine to five then? Like, because your marketing agency, uh, all your marketing nine. Facebook stuff. That that's you. You never actually worked under somebody for an agency? No, of course, yeah.
1: Right? I was working three jobs when I was in college. So, okay. you know, I did the cafe still. I worked at a life insurance firm. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like an assistant for a life insurance agent. Um, and then also I was at a financial firm. I was doing an analysis and I was doing, just like bookkeeping stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I was also doing social media for them.
0: Okay. So like I learned a lot of the, or just, yeah,
1: kind of yeah, to some extent. Yeah. And it's also just like the connections that I made there. And like, for, for me and I, and this was a crazy series of events, but at the time too, I was working at Staples on the weekends. Mm-hmm. And like I heard from the guidance counselor at the college, that there was like a position open for this financial analysis job. And they were basically trying to give it to somebody who already graduated. And I was like, yo, I want that shit. Right. Like I was like, I want to do that. Cause I actually like stocks. Like I like looking uh, at the economy. I like dealing with things that are uncertain right. and that's kind of why I'm probably an entrepreneur, but like, I just don't like, I like that kind of stuff. I like seeing numbers and like, Oh, like, all right, we're looking at this trend and this could go up to like that shit, like puts right. me on fire.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and basically I didn't really have a lot of nights clothes, So I walked into the financial firm one day and uh there was this guy sal there who worked there and um i basically like went up to him in like fucking shorts and a t-shirt and i was like yo i saw you guys had a job posting like i'm working at staples right now i can't fucking work there right now like you got to get out of there and he was astonished because it's like a weird pattern interrupt it's like who is this weird like why is this kid showing up because usually kids would show up with a folder with a resume and have like a suit on and they're just like and all of a sudden, I was just like, "Hey, I'm just gonna walk in there with like, you know, short sleeve and some fucking shorts and trying to nail it." He gave me the job, like literally an hour after he called me. He was like, "Dude, that was ballsy as fuck. Like, when can you start?" That was dope, and I was like, "All right, cool." And yeah, man, like I was, I was 20, I think, at the time, 20 to 21, and um, basically, I was, dude, I made like the first year there mean like 60 grand I was nice. only 20 yeah. and like they were paying me more money. Cause I was doing social media stuff and the analysis and I was staying late and I was working extra and like, yeah, dude, that shit was dope. Um, and, that's and then on the passion
0: or. You, you got the passion kind of for that stuff there, realize like, damn, I, I think I want to do this. Yeah. Like, this is yeah. It.
1: Well, that's when I knew too, that like I was younger and this is the thing too, man, is that like I was younger and I was in a room full of 35 year old, 45 year old financial advisors. And it's like, yo, what is this fucking kid doing here? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah and the fact that I was able to fit in with these people and like, I was able to stay on that same wavelength. Like I knew that I can go out and do something on my own and still be able to communicate with people who had money like that and were able to do like that and that's when because some people don't start like agencies or businesses because they don't think they can relate to the people who actually have the money they don't think that they'll take them seriously right exactly and it's like i was able to go in there like and people just respected me even though i was younger because i was just like i just did what they asked like yeah i was an order taker but like i did what they asked i never fucking complained i never came back with any objections like i just got things done and then like you know, you you get to that point where you're like you're meeting their family, and then like they're having parties on the weekends, and you're getting invited, and it's like you realize that like you really do, like fit in in a way, and it's not a fit in name, but like you you get the point. It's it's a cool relationship to have, especially when when I was younger, man. Like dude, I was skinny, like I was like four eleven in high school, like no one took me seriously, bro. Like I was a little, I was a little child, so I was a little Gerber baby. So for me to make that shift, it was like. It was kinda of like inspiring for me. And then after that point and that's what I really learned about like human nature. Like that was a huge, huge tipping point for me when I was able to see how people act and like behaviors and like what really makes people tick. And um I use that now in business. Like that's why I'm very good on the phone now. You know, when I get on the phone with a prospect or something, man, like they're not getting off the phone without giving me a dime. Like mm-hmm. they're fucking
2: okay. Yeah.
1: So um, yeah, man. Like you just look at how people interact. You look at how people close, you look at how people are just people in general, and you know, a lot about people just by observing. And that's what I was doing, man. I, I was basically contemplating like my next move and yeah, man, it was like, really, like, it was a good run. Like it was fun and then I learned a lot. And then, yeah, man, now we're here. So
0: now you do a hundred percent. Everything now is a hundred percent your own stuff.
1: Yeah. hundred percent me. Yeah. So like yeah everything's my clients and then like dude i i'll wake up i'll probably be naked and i can still do things throughout the day like dude it doesn't matter like i can just do whatever i want
0: yeah
1: um and that's yeah man everything's me now so it's my personal brand i do consulting i got mentorships i got my clients i got my own offer that i'm trying to get back up and running Mm -hmm. um i got my content creator in-house i got a video editing team i got um, a the, I don't know if you know Jason Capital is right.
0: Yeah, I, no, I was going to bring up Jason Capital. I saw you know you went to the so, meeting. yeah, was.
1: so I met his guy who does his TikTok,
0: oh, okay. who manages
1: TikTok account. He now does my TikTok. So awesome. I paid him. Yeah, I paid him an arm and a leg, but okay. he does my TikTok now. Uh-huh. So like I'm putting the pieces together to pull out the personal Uh, I think it's just Jason Wojo. Yeah, Jason Wojo.
0: Okay,
1: it's just Jason Wojo. Yeah, so like building that out has been a huge asset because like only well, been doing it for like a week and a half. Mm-hmm. and like almost 1800 followers i think
0: Damn. so okay. no that's good yeah i mean tiktok's definitely where it's at i think that's where gary v too a lot of times you know you're talking uh watch gary v and he yeah he's always big on you know jumping on that next kind of social media train and i think yeah. tiktok's wow. definitely tiktok's definitely where it's at right now or reels yeah. you know i see you uh using reels like you said uh, you're really good at Dude, those
1: reels get thousands of plays yes. Yeah. Thousands. Like I had one that hit hundred K already and I was like, yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah,
0: like you said, I mean, we noticed your ads and stuff, everything because yeah, it's it's scroll stoppers. I mean, everything you you kind of you know, I think that's what was unique and made us look at you is like, man, this guy's doing stuff different, whether you're running down the street, you know, with the video or popping out of a Oh dude, you saw weird. that one
1: where I was running down yeah. the street where yeah. I was like the reason why I'm running is because yeah. I just stole hundred ads yeah. all
0: <laughs> Yeah, it's like I'm telling you, those those are scroll stoppers. Those are scroll we're like, man, who you know, this guy's being creative. Like, look at this guy, yeah. uh, you know? So yeah, no, it was good. Um, definitely yeah. uh, props to you on, on the Facebook ad. So I think I want to kind of, you know, turn it to where, I mean, kind of some advice for other people starting out. I mean, are Facebook ads where to begin for like a business or kind of what businesses do you think should 100% be jumping straight into Facebook ads?
1: So yeah, so right now, like compliance is definitely an issue. Uh, but it is the best traffic source for people who are actually ready to buy or ready to take action. Like Facebook and IG especially are like the best traffic source for local businesses. Um, also what I've done over the past, you know, probably a year and a half is really dive into local Google ads. Cause I still have clients who are local businesses that work with me and doing like, you know, highly targeted, uh, Google ads has been huge for them. Like, you know, ringing their their phones, right. um, getting more leads and having the Google lead forms that then get, you know, you use Zapier to link that and then they get the information for the client. Like being able to make it easier for that potential prospect to reach the, uh, to reach the client itself is where the money really is. And like Facebook and Instagram, dude, man, like the amount of data that they have, they know who my customer is. Like, as soon as I get a lookalike audience, man, I'm mm-hmm. running to the moon. And that's what I did, man. I got a hundred, hundred and 125 buyers on Facebook for my offer. And yeah, it wasn't profitable in the beginning. It was, it was semi profitable, semi. And then once I got those buyers, man, I took that, made a look alike, and then I got to now I have 5,500 buyers and you take that and you scale that shit. And it's like, dude, Facebook is definitely the way to actually begin. Um, If you have an extra budget, then yeah, move to Google because that's where you're going to pay more, but you're going to get more high quality people the problem is man is that these local businesses got swiped so much this year that they don't want to spend you know 30 40 bucks a day on google they they don't telling them to spend 30 to 50 dollars a day on google right now is like they associate that with like their rent payment like dumb shit like like they don't have the mindset because they've been basically beat this whole entire year and they think that if they keep spending more money they're going to dig themselves a bigger hole than they're already in and it's but yeah, man, like Facebook's so underpriced, man. I mean, it's, it's just that. to this
0: day, you think it's it's still underpriced? Still day, it's hell, like hell
1: yeah. Also, though, like if you're a if you're a statewide company, um, you should be doing like TikTok for sure.
0: Right.
1: Um, uh, if you're like a local business, maybe TikTok's good, but you better have an online presence, like an actual website that does e com so you can ship orders out. Because if you're a local business. That's on TikTok, and you blow up randomly, and you don't have a store that's going to take people's cards.
2: Right, exactly. And
1: I know a lot of local businesses, man. They're just like, they don't have an e com setup. They just have a call us now kind of crap. Right. And that stuff doesn't make money. And right. It's all it's all garbage. Yeah, so, all, so
0: all Facebook is for you is conversion based. None oh, of the yeah. traffic, not, none of the engagement, none of the. Because
1: no. would you rather want visitors or do you want
0: money? Exactly. Like, I want money.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I, so there's no, there's no time where you would use both, like use conversion with no, engagement. Yeah. yeah. Cause you see so many people out there. I won't say so many, but when you come across or you're YouTubing or you're trying to learn knowledge for free from all these people, you, you get so many that try to act like, you know, you need to run traffic ads or you need to run. Those engagement. are people
1: who, yeah, people. All right. So here's the thing too, is that people really need to understand. There's a lot of valuable free things out there, but when people are giving stuff away for free, and they're doing these keyword hacks on YouTube. They don't want to give you the real advice. They just want your views. They, right. they, they, they want your views. They want to rank higher. They want to get more subs. They want to make money off YouTube. So they're putting out bullshit content that's free. Things are free for a reason. Right, exactly. Like if I ever dared get on the phone for free for a consult, I'd be shooting myself. Right. Like it's not worth my time because my time now is worth more because I can't work for free. I'm not, you know, things that are free, man, are just like, they're gateways to things that actually are expensive well not expensive but actually cost that are right. you know at a at, at a currency do you um, run
0: any of your funnel do you do click you do funnels i assume yes yeah, Yes. so the whole you, funnel is just click funnels yeah right do you use and you use the software click funnels then yes now yes. do you run uh when you're trying to get say leads or anything do you run like a, anything free is your is your initial funnel or your initial ad something free to get their email or are you running no, something? Free? I run them
1: straight. I run them straight to it because, um. Well, this is the thing too. Is like I just have enough like people around me where I know that it'll convert. So like to really go over that, it's like I have my roommate Troy who does copy and he does like email copywriting and like he helped write that whole lead in. Like I knew it was gonna convert. So I'm not gonna have an opt in. And get free emails, that's a waste. Cause dude, I don't want freebie seekers on my email list. Right. I don't want those people because you know what those people want? They want more shit for free. Mm-hmm. And then when you send emails and I send emails now about, about my mentorships, and I'm like, hey, it's a thousand dollars plus investment up front. If you're ready, reply ready with your phone number. And if I had an email list full of people who were freebie seekers, they'd be like, That's bullshit, that's garbage, that's you know, that's a scam or mm-hmm. whatever.
0: Yeah.
1: Now that I have an email list full of buyers, people take me more seriously because they already spent, they right. swiped their hard. Mm-hmm. The biggest qualification in the marketing world is a purchase. Now there's other ones that are like intentful, but not as higher intent. A purchase will qualify you better than anything. I don't care how many times you message somebody on Instagram. I don't care how many times you get a referral. The biggest qualification is a buyer. If you don't right. have a buyer or someone who has spent money with you, they are shit, shit. So
0: if you're They're just not- starting out on Facebook ads, it's 100% run conversion for purchase.
1: Yes. I'm running conversions for either leads or purchase because not everything is a purchase upfront. So don't right, get it twisted right. because right. there's some offers that I run for clients where they have a phone sales team mm-hmm. where I'll get them leads, but the leads are booked appointments and then the sales team closes them.
2: Correct. Yep. So
1: that's the other type of business model is like, Hey, for more higher ticket products, I can't run a sales page and have people expect to pay nine ninety seven for something. That's a lot for right. a sales page. So they have a sales team, takes phone calls, we set them up in Calendly, and then we run the traffic to a Calendly and then we ask them more questions on the Calendly to qualify them more and then they book the call and then the sales team closes them.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, and then yeah, man. So as far as businesses that should be running Facebook ads, are you talking, like you said, local businesses should e I mean, should really anybody, I mean, or is there some that you say, maybe you should start, like you say, I think with dude, businesses.
1: I think anybody should, right. I mean, there's really like, if your business requires attention and mm-hmm. traffic, which is, I would hope most, I don't right. think there's any business. I don't think there's any businesses out there that don't need traffic. That's nuts. Right. That, that, that exists. Right. Yeah. So, you always want a consistent pipeline of attention and traffic coming through your, your assets. You want to build email lists. You want to build your pixel. You want to build these things that Facebook has to offer you because you can always retarget. You can always make more money off people who have either been higher intent or have already bought from you. Yeah. And that's where the money really is, man. And it's, but you know what the problem is, man, is the biggest roadblock is that people don't want to spend the money Yeah, because, and back to your point, like, local businesses and just online in general, there's one group of businesses that should not be running ads and it's businesses that have a shitty offer. Like if your offer sucks and you're selling some free console crap, like, no, do not run ads because when you're giving away things that are dumb like that, like everybody says that free console, free strategy session, free phone call, like that's so boring it's like me i say at the end of my account i say book a call with me and my eight-figure advertising team so that we can fix the so that we can fix the four biggest mistakes that you know that you know uh make facebook ads or that uh i forgot what exactly is at the end but that make facebook ads not work Mm -hmm. or that make or that make facebook ads you know stop working that is way more appealing than book a free call or book a strategy because people are saying themselves like, what are the four mistakes? They're curiosity, man. They're curious. They're going to book a call just because of what I just said, because they don't know what the four big, big mistakes are. And quite frankly, if they don't know what they are, they better find out what they are so they can fix them. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So it's that curiosity factor. I, I will never do like free fucking strategy sessions and stuff like those offers and stuff. They, they, they get cheap leads and they're cheap people. Like, they're just cheap people, man. They're broke people who don't want to spend any money. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing, too, is, like, if you don't have a good offer, you're not going to track the masses. The reason why my offer is going very well is because they're templates, man. It's sexy. It's 100 ad templates. There is every walk of life trying to run Facebook ads, trying to run ads in general. And I come along because no one else has ran this kind of offer. Mm-hmm. No one no one's run this offer. And I was like, damn, I should probably do this. So I, I I, basically the best offers out there are done for you. Templates, fill in the blank things that make things easy for people, you know, copy and paste. Like I go over all that in my offer. And it's just appealing, man. Like most websites convert at like 1.5%. Like my funnel converts at 9%. That's disgusting. It is like the offer is just gross. It's, Mm -hmm. it's under, undervalued to the masses. And I haven't even touched the surface right now, but like I said, I'm dealing with Facebook problems right now. So it's like, yeah, man, like most offers, if they're really good, they'll last like six to eight months. And then you got to basically either tweak it or evolve it into, into something else. So like businesses that are like, for example, an accounting firm Mm -hmm. and they say, Hey, you know, we've been CPAs in blah, blah, blah Valley for eight years. Book a call with us. Let's go over your taxes. That's boring, boring. Mm -hmm. What they should be saying is like, Hey, over the past three years, you know, some of the top business owners in X, Y, and Z County have been able to save at least 37% on their taxes. And if you click the link below, we're going to show you exactly how we do that and how we can do it for you as well. Within the next seven days, that shit would work better because it's more appealing and it's not book a free call and we're going to look at your taxes. It's boring. Yeah. Yeah. So when you start bringing in factors that actually matter to people, like the money part, people don't contact these accountants because they're accountants. They contact them because they want to save money. They don't want to pay more to the government. Every offer that you run or your clients run, the offer has to be appealing. If the offer sucks, then you're never going to have a long-term business model. Mm -hmm. And that's why local businesses have an income ceiling. Like, man, it just goes to show you like local businesses, When I first started, I thought local businesses were rich, rich. Mm -hmm. And now I make more than the average local business every month Mm -hmm. and I'm one person
2: Mm -hmm.
1: it's because my offer is good and I'm at scale. These local businesses scrape to make 20 K a month, Mm -hmm. like scrape for it. And it's like, damn, man, like my offer is so good Mm -hmm. because businesses don't have scalability. They have a 10 mile radius. They have no online presence and it's like, damn. It's crazy. And now I, I actually have to deny people from my services because they can't afford it now because they're local businesses who don't, who don't want to spend two grand plus a month. And they're like, oh, oh, oh. and I'm like, well, you're never going to grow then. Like you have this ceiling on your head. Like Facebook ads are meant for people who, who actually understand what it means to invest money in something. Mm-hmm. And then like people will come back at you and say like, oh, well, we bought this building and we got three employees. First of all, most local businesses overhire. They overhire. They've like eight people working behind the desk. You don't need eight people there. You need one. Right. Like there was a cafe back in Orlando that I worked with and he was always complaining how he didn't have a lot of money in margins. I'm like, bro, you got one table and you got four people behind the counter. You don't need four people. Like you're wasting an extra 200, 300, $400 a day paying jack and jill and up the hill because they're just sucking you dry man like you don't need these people
0: or i guess to your point too like you know put them to work like get somebody on tiktok get somebody building you know get somebody yeah you exactly employees. Like, get, but they don't know.
1: have that mindset right, right. because like and also man people just don't know how to randomly jump on
0: shit like that right like right. so it's like people employees that do you know hire some yeah, employees that I, are good, I, with websites, I, good with websites good with facebook yeah. good with everything you know yeah like, and evolve but most
1: businesses don't look like that because they don't like technology because they're older they don't like they think that tech yeah they think that technology destroyed society and like
0: there's that gap. there's there's definitely that big gap right now uh we're seeing it there's a big gap right now
1: yeah people let their ego get to them because like they're like facebook stealing my info and then they're like oh politics and like we're not even gonna get into that because i don't do any of that i don't even know what's going on in the world right now i don't care
2: right
1: um but yeah, man, I think that like too many people depend on just random circumstances to fulfill their business. And it's like, you need to like figure that shit out because you're never going to grow like local businesses, man. Like people think that, and this was when I was in like high school, like, you know, if someone's parent was a business owner, they were all like,
2: oh my God, like he's rich.
1: Right. And like, now I'm looking and I'm like, bro, no, they're not
2: mm-hmm. like,
1: they're all full of it. Right. And it's like, dude, it's nuts, man. And they don't have any scalability and they wonder why they don't make the money that they want. And then when a pandemic comes, they're like, Oh, we're losing so much money. They're shutting us down. You have no scalability. Your radius is nothing. Your mm-hmm. radius is five miles. You have no scalability. You have no yeah. online presence. Websites are too expensive. Facebook ads are too, no, they're not.
0: man. Mm-hmm.
1: Take out a loan, do something. What I mean, is that?
0: What is that starting budget? I mean, it really just depends on like
1: the actual business. I mean, dude, like, we can do a hypo- really, let's
0: do a hypothetical, a barbershop,
1: a barbershop should be, I actually work with a barbershop. Oh, um, uh, so we spend about 50 to hundred dollars a day right now. So oh, wow. 50, okay, yep. 50 on Google, 50 on Facebook mm-hmm. and I keep his pipeline pumping, dude, I'm getting him messages for mm-hmm. uh, hair replacement and then I'm getting him phone calls from Google that we're always optimizing on a weekly basis. And it's just like, yeah, I'm going to keep his ass busy.
2: Yep.
1: Um, I'm another barbershop in the Bronx. We run Facebook ads, uh, about 75 bucks a day, dude. He's getting like 20 leads a day, man.
0: Now who's the, he who's creating the content for that? Like what kind of content uh, they, are you pushing so, there? Well,
1: okay. so me and my team get them a script for a story ad
2: mm-hmm. and
1: then basically I'll get like my team to edit the video with the fire effect on the finger. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, man, they, I run those on stories and then they swipe up, go to the website and then they get like a $5 off coupon, their hair, uh, for the next haircut. And then dude, I get like 20 leads a day right now. And he, his, his shit is so busy. Like it's nuts, man, so busy.
0: And now, I mean, again, like you said, I mean 50 to a hundred bucks a day, that's not a lot of money. That's not like yeah. in, in the well, grand scheme yeah. of things, you know, to, to, to get the ball rolling, to invest in yourself. I mean, yeah. it's not that much.
1: No, it's not, no. But these businesses think it is mm-hmm. because they don't like the uncertainty in spending money on Facebook. Right. They don't like it. They have Facebook pages that they've spent all this time on. And it's like, what are you doing? Like you're putting all this time into Facebook that you need to pump traffic into it. Like, what are you, it it just amazes me, man. And it it gives me an uncertain perspective on the back end because like so many people want nice things and like they, they want their business to grow and they want to have this kind of lifestyle, but like little, are they willing to do shit about it? And it's Mm -hmm. like, yeah, man, it's just astonishing. It, it, it's just the world that we live in, man. It's like I don't
2: know. No,
0: I think that's, that, that's, that's uh, the, well, that's the opportunity out there for, you know, other people like us or other, you know, what I consider hustlepreneurs that are willing to hustle and, and put the time in. Like you said, we, we always looked at entrepreneurs as like, you know, like they make so much money and all this stuff, but really nowadays you're realizing it's the people who hustle. You know, it, it's not the mm-hmm. traditional guy in like a suit or the guy who owns a business. It's like, you know, the people that are out there hustling and learning the new things and learning and, and progressing basically, like always progressing with everything. You got you got to pivot. You got to change with the times because obviously, you know, times are changing without whether you change or not. So um,
1: yeah, no, it's true. Man.
0: You know, I try Facebook ads all the time. You know, I, I'm trying to. You know, do you do anything with ecom or is it? Yeah, yeah, of course, okay. yeah. Drop, yeah, do, do you it. ever mess around with uh, with somebody that drop shipping or? <laughs> yeah, you know, I've like
1: maybe seven eight. I have like seven eight clients right now that that do drop shipping. Yes.
0: Where do you see what what would be the most challenging thing you see right now as far as Facebook? Um, ads? Finding
1: finding a good product. Really? Dude, here's yeah. the thing that that's a huge myth, and I'm about to debunk it, man. Because like, I tried it, and you know, I the ads. I'll be yeah. honest, man. Like I'm very good at Facebook ads, but like. At the end of the day, the ad really doesn't matter that much. Mm -hmm. It doesn't. You'd be astonished. The ad doesn't matter. The product does Mm -hmm. like if the offer is not good enough, you're not going to get clicks anyway, Right. because if people think that they can go to Amazon or down the street and get it, they're not going to, they're not going to click on it. Mm -hmm. It's just the way it is, man. People always want to find a cheaper and better alternative. When you put an offer in front of them that they know they won't find in the next hour, they're Mm going to click. And mm-hmm. if it's in their niche, it's up their alley. They're gonna click. The ad just has to embrace curiosity, has to excite the buyer, and give them a good offer. That's it.
0: So this was my question. Very simple. This would be my question. So, and this was my question at the beginning when I tried drop shipping and creating the Instagrams and creating the Facebooks. My whole thing was like, oh, but the Facebook's not established. It's got like five likes. I just started it. Go um, buy like. All you got to do
1: is, mm-hmm. all you got to do is turn on $5 a day and target worldwide and you'll have 150 likes to 250 likes
0: coming in a day. For yeah, $5. You get all them Thailand, you get all them Thailand people. Literally. I knowing. don't care who they are, you got to give some type of leverage. Right. Um, okay, so that was my question. So basically I know even with businesses starting out, I think a lot of them think like, oh, I don't have social proof. Oh, I don't have enough likes. Oh, I don't have enough this. I don't have enough of that. They make pretty much excuses, which, you know, but they, they think. Is this right or wrong? Like, do I need, you know, social proof or can I kind of get I mean, started yeah, with I Facebook mean, ads?
1: I mean, social proof is good, man. Cause it really hammers away the people to people kind of connection mm-hmm. because people like to see other people who have done what they're about to do and right. see if it's worth it. Um, <clears throat> and it's also like, if they don't have social proof, man, you can go find social proof. Like I have clients who come to me and they're like, Oh, like, I don't have any reviews. Okay. Go find them. Like, mm-hmm go text your friends, ship the shit to them and have them fill out a review. Like there's always ways to get social proof for me. It's just because I've gotten results, man. I get social proof because when I do something cool for a client like this, this girl emailed me today. Um, and she owns a computer training company in, in, in Tampa, local business. Um, and like the first two months that we started, man, I made her like 150 grand in two months. Oh wow. And she literally, she literally was like, what the fuck? Like she was astonished. She was like, how did you do that? And since then in like, I think we started in like September really pushing ads, like, dude, she's emailed me today saying that I grew her business 300% this year during the wow. pandemic. Like
0: it's. Now somebody like that. So I guess without giving too much info on her or what you do, I mean, kind of what, what were some of the steps? They lead, lead gen, lead gen. Qualifying, yeah, lead gen and qualifying the leads correctly, mm-hmm. giving them an offer.
1: That was irresistible. The offer is everything, man. Like yeah. basically the offer was this, it's a training program that helps people who are unemployed, build skill sets that are employable in the workplace. Okay. Okay. So the offer is, Hey, there's job grants available for you that will make this program free. If you apply and bro mm-hmm. that. And Yeah, that 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 literally does it. And then once they apply, they get accepted. Um, now some people don't though. Like a lot of people will accept everybody, but I actually can't legally, so I had to send people to a four hundred four error page if they didn't qualify. Okay. Yep. But once they get sent to the county, they book the appointment. They're closed.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The crazy part is, is that she's get like the people are getting it for free, but dude, she gets paid from the government on the back end. Right. So. Yep dude, man, like that is an offer that was so scalable, man. Like 200K plus months, man.
0: Oh, and that was going to be my next question too, scalability. I mean, where do you determine, you know, that portion when of the like- offer, When the offer is that good. When the
1: offer is like, okay, so that's really general. But when the offer is so good that it literally goes off from the very start. Mm-hmm. When the <laughs> offer is really fucking good on day one and you get a lot of opt-ins and a lot of buyers on day one, that's mm-hmm. when you know you
0: have a good and, real quick, just to pause, uh, we're going to obviously continue to talk more about Facebook ads. But um, if you go to the Jason Wojo, that's T H uh, E J A S O N W O J O on Instagram, he's got a lot of good, um, you know, just different things about scalability, quick reels, quick uh, stuff on there that really, you know, pinpoint some of the stuff too. So you can really go on there also. And uh, fi- I suggest following him and, you know, You'll get a lot of info from just that, also, and then you'll figure out other ways where you can follow him and and, you know pay attention to stuff. Because we're obviously going to discuss a lot, but we can't cover everything right now. And you know, I mean, I'm
1: pumping a lot of content on there right now because I have the video editing team doing stuff, and then I'm also on YouTube and then TikTok and like I'm trying to hit every area possible. Yeah, and basically
0: everything's just under your name, correct? Just Jason Rojo, and you'll find you. Yeah,
1: they'll they'll find
2: it. Yeah.
0: No, that's good, man. So I have an example. Of uh, the, the drop shipping store. So, I wanted to see if you could kind of show people what metrics you got to pay attention to, kind of okay. give people Do a lowdown. Because I'm sure when they get on, if they try Facebook ads, they don't know what click through rate, they don't know what the RO, the ROA, you know, ROAs, they don't know a lot of this stuff and maybe what it means. Um, okay. We'll use, I'll pull up my drop shipping site that is dead. Right. So, basically, I had the same thing. So, basically, I started drop shipping, I'm like, hell yeah, you know, I'm getting some stuff, I'm testing the waters. Facebook shuts me down. You know, because basically I wasn't established, my page had less, you know, they basically did that clean sweep, shut it down. So, okay, I'm like, all right, whatever, get it back going, and they reinstate it, and then my credit card was getting charged constantly by Facebook, and not know where my card says, oh, this $13 looks like fraud from Facebook. <laughs> like, they just processed oh. 100 bucks, 80 bucks, you know, so they asked me if this was fraud, and I'm like, no. Well, it triggered Facebook to go, all right, you're restricted, till you figure this out so i had to do the same thing like yes this is really me blah 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 that was you know my credit card yeah. all that stuff and so what's the link store? here um it's deals in your so you can kind of check the the stuff and then let me pull up
1: deals wait can you say that again slower
0: deals in your all right cool all right we're back so uh are you able to control this now are you able just to see it I'm just able to see it. All right, so I mean, cool. I, so um, obviously this is the website. Uh, I don't mind if people see this obviously because I'm, I'm pretty much done with this. I, I'm moving on to another dropshipping uh, store. Um, but this is the original one. This is the one that kind of got my feet wet with everything. So dealsinyourcart, um, com. It was basically an all-around dropshipping site. Uh, the more thing I'm more interested in too is just kind of going over the Facebook ads and having you kind of show uh-huh. those. But we'll show where it's taking people and you can kind of like give people a lowdown. So. Yeah um if we move over here to the facebook ads let's go with let's just go with lifetime so, okay, okay. You, can, so- you can kind of decipher some of the stuff for some of the people just yeah. kind of what are so some like, things
1: for example like you should not turn off campaigns that actually have a high row hmm Oh, you turned off a campaign with a 2.7 a 2.04 and a 2.15 you should have kept those rocking
0: right well this is this is also okay so yeah he's speaking as if obviously my facebook didn't get disabled because um, that's also why i i stopped those um so yeah given give a lowdown, and then also i guess one thing too is what what's up with facebook duplicating purchases and stuff like that the pixel that's just the pixel firing bad mm-hmm. man like that happens to me still like Okay, so it happens to everybody then. That that's. Is there a way to fix that? Um, I mean to be honest, man, it's really not. Okay.
1: <laughs> Facebook's just Facebook, man.
0: All right, here we go. So yeah, just give a lowdown, kind of what uh, some of the stuff means. What what's good? Like you said, what do you kill? What do you not kill? Um. So like, when I look at something like this, my first concern
1: is is that you're not going to be able to scale and get out of the learning phase faster. Okay. Right. So. You need to get 50 conversions within seven days on one one of these campaigns. Mm -hmm. Um, So when you're, you know, for example, this bottom one is 2.73 ROAS. That shit I would keep rocking. And then within that campaign, which technically that's CBO, it looks like it's CBO. Yeah, they're all CBO. Yeah, so that would basically, uh, well, no, this baby animal onesie one, that's using the ad set budget.
0: Okay, yep, yeah, that was the very first one I ran.
1: So that one's got a fifty-two cent click. That's a good place to be. Anything over like a dollar fifty click, you can always touch up on. These are all good cost per clicks. Your CTRs is basically for every how many hundred people, how many people click on it. um, Which
0: those are good CTRs. What is a CTR? Just so people know, like, what I I mean, like, what's a good what's a good amount? What's a good amount? A good CTR is
1: anything over like one point five ish. Okay. Outbound clicks. That's the same thing as basically like a link click. Same thing. Um, those are also people though that can visit like your Facebook page and like your Instagram profile. And those are considered clicks as well. Mm -hmm. Um, add to carts. It depends on the cost. So you add 11 added carts, 43 bucks is $4 an add to cart. That's good. Anything with like, if it's a product from like 10 bucks to like 20 bucks, your add to cart should be way below like seven bucks. Mm -hmm. Um, video plays at 95% frequency. Yeah, I mean, dude, everything here looks decent. That comfy neck pillow, though, looks bad.
0: Yeah, that one didn't take off very well. That was that one did bad. Yeah. All right, is there one you wanna click on just to kind of see maybe you can help people go uh, further? I'll look at the animal onesie. All right, so let's look at the animal onesie.
1: Okay, so we'll hold up.
0: So this is, um, so the top one yeah. basically was, um, you know, the parents of kids. Yeah. To
1: I already know what this is, just right. scold up, right? Yep. So this one at $10 daily, you spent, how many purchases? Oh, shit, go back. You got four purchases.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: For how much?
0: So they were thirty-nine ninety-nine.
1: Yeah. But how much money did you spend? Go to the left.
0: Oh yeah. 20, 20. bucks.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So you got a fork, you were spending $5 a, a a conversion right there. That's a sign that that needs to be scaled out.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So what you would do is every three days, I would add 20% extra budget to it and add the budget after 5. PM. I mean, before 5. PM, excuse me. Don't, don't add budgets to ads after 5. PM because it spends all your money before
0: midnight. Okay because yeah, look, it's, it's going to try spending your money before the day's over basically. Yeah, so
1: 249 CTR is really solid. Um, 35, 11 added cards, dude, that's like $2 an added card almost, mm-hmm. less than that.
0: Now the yeah. problem is this one right here, I'll tell you right now, only got two purchases. But, the okay, Facebook, so but Facebook fired it twice. I mean, twice. even that
1: though, 10 bucks, your ROAS yeah. is still a three because you're mm-hmm. at a five point nine two, So you're still at about a three ROAS. It's still scalable. Right, I think
0: the break even was 1.5 ROAS, I think, um, when I calculated it. So yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, you're, you're literally chilling right there. Like that's a very good ad set to keep running.
0: Um, All right. So let's just go in, let's just dive in so you can kind of see it. Uh, And so basically this was it, so it was, it was, oh, it was yep, let me go into it. Is
1: it a video or an image?
0: It was an image, so I went, I did different this time, like you said, kind of a scroll stopper. I went ahead and did a meme. Memes are hot right now, so I went ahead and did a meme. Can you see that or I need to make it bigger?
2: Yeah.
1: So that's good congruency. The copy's decent. Um, The meme kind of speaks for itself though. Mm-hmm. So if I was writing copy for this, I would just literally make it very simple. Um, I would just say like, your little one needs this. And then the next line should be the offer right off the bat. Like what okay. is the offer? Is it 30% off plus free shipping? Yeah, and so this one. Know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So here, all right. I just can't resist the cuteness. All right, that's weird. Um, currently twenty percent off retail price. That's weird. Uh, <laughs> that last line's good. What I would put is after the your little one needs this, then you mm-hmm. put the offer. Currently thirty dollars off plus free shipping, and then the next line is like a shop now with an arrow. And then the link, and then below that is check out all the animal options, pick one or two or three. No one will judge. And then the headline, the headline's got to be the offer reiterated. Okay. So after baby toddler animal onesie, you should be putting like 30% or $30 off plus free shipping. And then with that arrow, that points to the right,
2: like right. The
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, that points to the shop now button. And that's how I would run that.
0: So that's where some people talk about too long ad copy and short ad copy. So when you're talking to like somebody that, again, like you said, offers yeah, like things. these
1: are, like these are impulse buys. So short copy is definitely better for mm-hmm. my stuff. It's got to be longer copy because they're not really like looking for ad templates. They have to be convinced.
2: Mm-hmm. You no,
1: know, it's not like because we have to write longer copy because of the persona that people have who sell digital products. Right all the people who hate on people like me. Um, Mm -hmm. But for this man, these are all impulse buys. This is just, is it cute? Is it what I need? Is my kid or am I gonna like it? And what's the offer? Is this feasible for me financially right now? And that's literally Mm -hmm. it. That's the cornerstone of a good impulse
2: buy.
0: And then obviously, so yeah, with the the offer and stuff, you're gonna do mainly, um, basically, a longer copy in the Facebook ad itself, or you're going to take them to somewhere that has yeah, a longer. I a do. Copy? I do
1: long copy on both, man. My sales page is thirty pages long.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Have All you right. seen
1: my landing page?
0: Uh no, let's go ahead and pull it up. Where is it at?
1: www dot one
2: hundred
1: mm-hmm. like the number. Mm-hmm. com.
0: Now this is your only current offer.
1: Yeah, this is my current offer, yeah. And this is only for $17. Keep this in mind.
0: All right. And this is on ClickFunnels right here?
1: Yes. And this is my landing page.
0: Now, I did hear, obviously, uh, and explain why the the reasoning between this, because I, I kind of know from learning also, just as far as how things look on, this is pretty much optimized for mobile and short, kind of just how attention spans, basically, how basically oh. long paragraphs um, kind of, people don't want to read long paragraphs, is that basically?
1: No, well, no, dude, people will read if it's emotionally pleasing. Okay. Like, man, this is only 17 bucks. And this page mm-hmm. converts higher than any Shopify page on like literally man, 9% is unheard of. It's because my offer is good. It doesn't matter. Like if they resonate with some of these headlines here and then they see like my social proof that's coming up and then they get into the point where it's like, it makes sense. Then they're going to buy like, I'm already emotionally got them. Like it's over.
0: No, I see. So where's your, let me see. Where's your button at?
1: Yeah, dude, it's really far down.
0: What's the reason behind that? Because you know, I've seen other funnels, obviously too, but that could be the reason yeah. why yours is that could be re- that could be the reason why yours is higher, because um, you force them to kind of.
1: Yeah, I force them and I qualify them. That's yeah. the point. You never want to put your button higher. The button being high, you're shooting yourself in the foot because right,
0: no like you said. You're walk. just getting that person that's impulse, maybe wants something for cheap or wants something for free or yeah. whatever it may be, and is not really yeah. uh, invested. These in
1: people, it. these people are fucking qualified.
0: Right, because if they took this much time to scroll and read through, you know, everything, then, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is a lot. This is a lot. This, yeah. a, this is a...
1: Well, I mean, if you're in the copywriting world, um, something like this, man, like, this is a very long sales letter. Yeah. And only for $17. So something like this, man, for a copywriter to do would probably be, like, $25,000 probably for this Oh yeah um so yeah man like this is not this is an offer that and look like the social proof that i was talking about like mm-hmm. you can't find it, dude you just find people who literally can give it to you
0: now richard branson how much are you involved with paying attention to to him and just studying him do you because i know he writes a lot of books obviously click funnels and all that stuff with traffic secrets and all um, that I stuff mean, i mean I,
1: I mean, I already like, I already know how to do most of the stuff. So it's like, it's just a matter of me. up. Now there's my button.
0: There you go. Oh, so,
1: then that you hit that and then they go to the order form. The order forms nice. Cause the color pops. Yep. And then, yeah, man, they just order through here. It's really that simple and then I have a cool graphic here with the order bump dude that shit converts so well If you go back up to that green button before uh, right above the green button with the order bump Add the video. So if you click that Mm -hmm. It'll charge you $27 extra for the four secret targeting hack video series But the graphic above it is what gets me a lot of people Because they see the templates at the 17 and then the graphic underneath points in red to the box, right? It's creative shit, man. It's dope.
0: No, that's good. I mean, yeah, it's nice and clean. Have you ever saw I mean, so I know there's a couple other ones like cart flows with WordPress and there's ClickFunnels. Obviously, ClickFunnels is like the click most funnels
1: or yeah, click funnels or go high level are, are the best by far.
0: When you run Facebook ads for um, other people, are you basically doing that? Um, it
1: depends. if they're If they're a lead gen offer, it's ClickFunnels. If they're, if they need a long sales letter, ClickFunnels. If they're a Shopify store, you keep them on Shopify. Until Mm -hmm. I get enough data, then I can move them to ClickFunnels so I can increase the amount of upsells.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Now, ClickFunnels now, is that the ClickFunnels running through there? Like you set a ClickFunnels up for them or is that something that your agency runs through you guys?
1: Um, we set it up for them because technically it's their asset. If they pay us, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna hold someone's asset. I know agencies that do that shit, and that's really fucked up. Like, right. people will pay them, and they hold the asset in their account, and it's like, yo, like they paid you for that. Like, just mm-hmm. because paying you reoccurring now doesn't mean you got to be that kind of guy and be like, oh well, if you don't pay us, we're gonna give it to you. Mm-hmm. No, I don't want to burn bridges with people, man. Like that's not the point of like, that's not the reason why I'm, I'm highly sought after is that I burn bridges. I just want people to be like happy with the service. They don't like it. I mean, dude, like don't get it twisted. Like I'm very good at what I do, but there's still people who I can't get results for. There's still people that I fail with. Like, it's just how it is, man. It's like not every offer is going to go to the moon, man. There's a lot of people that I have to go through. Before I find my winners, because eighty-five percent of businesses fail at the end of the day. It's not because I'm putting them inside some st- statistic. It's because not everybody can win, man. Not everybody can win. Not everybody can be rich and not everybody can be
0: successful. I was going to say, if it's if it was really that easy, everybody would, you know, be rich. They yeah, would be doing it. They would. So it's like some offers you know.
1: that I run, man. Like they just don't do well, and right. I'm like, okay, man. Like I'm sorry, you know, we're not going to bill you next month. Like we're going to try this and this for the next in a month, but. I can't charge you anymore. Like it's not Mm -hmm. working. This is the same thing or process or angle that I would take with other offers and it's just not working. And like, yeah, they're mad, but they're not really mad at me because they know that what I did was correct. They're mad because they have to start from scratch now and find another product. Right. So it's like, yeah, man, I've never really had anybody who has publicly been like, Whoa, Joe sucks. No, Mm -hmm. I've never had that. I'm actually lucky because, a lot of marketers get that where they're like, this person scammed me because they charged me for a store and a whatever. And I'm like, what the hell happened to you? Like, what-
0: Well, do you think that's also because maybe those other marketers out there aren't qualifying correctly and they're just kind of well, looking yeah, to yeah, take on not- anybody? Exactly. Or-
1: yeah, they're taking yeah. anybody's money. Like mm-hmm. there's people now who are trying to give me money and I'm like, shit, I ain't going to take it. Right, right. Because it's not worth it because then I'm going to look a dick at the end of the day. Like, right, because I mean,
0: like you can see that. So you pretty much know. I mean, if you had to give a percentage, like how many percentage of people do you take on? And how many? What's the percentage of people you have to say no to?
1: like 60 40. 60 40. Yeah. Probably about 60 40.
0: What is your max capacity, no, I guess?
1: No, that's actually not true. I would say 40 60 the other way. Okay. Because I. I'm done with the take everybody's money shit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, dude, I'm not gonna lie, man. When I first started, like I needed money. So right. I would help people, but I wouldn't charge them crazy amounts though. I just needed small increments of money. So I'd be like, right. hey, like I can help you do this. Like, let's go over this, but I'm not gonna charge you weekly or monthly, whatever mm-hmm. the case may be, because I I can't justify it. You're but double-
0: So you're pretty much yeah. charging people for results basically at the beginning? If you didn't give no. if you didn't provide results, you didn't charge. No, or, if
1: they or... have a proven concept that's mm-hmm. generated sales before, then I'll work with them because I know I can scale it. If you mm-hmm. have sales, yeah. then I can, scale it. it's mm-hmm. not a problem.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, cause it's like, dude, like if you have results, prior results, I know that I can get you, you know, more buyers. I know that I can make you more money.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, just because of the audiences that I use, just the certain strats that I use, man, it's like, Yeah, people be like, oh, well, don't you just spend more money? Well, yeah, of course. You just spend more, but you got to spend it calculated, okay? When you're spending more money, you can lose a lot in your margins, and you can basically stab yourself in the foot, man. Mm -hmm. So it's more like, um, you know, it really comes down to, like, what the price of the product is. Maybe we have to add more upsells to increase your order value. Like, what ways can we get more money out of your current buyers, Mm -hmm. you know, and how can we scale off of that? Um, and that's a huge key, man. It's like a lot of people have business models that are just not meant to be scaled, man. It's, it's
2: hard. Right.
1: That's why I'm frustrated because I have my offer that does very well, man. Like out of all the offer owners out there that own offers with long funnels and upsells and actually have a team like, dude, I have a very underrated offer, like a very underrated offer. And I know a lot of people on the inside who have offers and dude, I beat them every day of the week, every day. And it's astonishing because something like that that's so simple and compliant gets shut down. And it's, I have to figure out some way to get it back up because Facebook and Instagram, like, they're my fuel.
0: So they're that 100 my- ads template offer that you're running, that is the one that got shut down right now? Yeah. Yeah. And your whole account's disabled or just the ads Not in the whole
1: account, my page is restricted. My Jason Wojo Facebook page got restricted, and I don't know why. So today I've been on the phone with four Facebook reps and trying to figure it out. They're telling me they're putting in tickets. I don't know what's going to happen, man. I mean.
0: No, my my buddy's page did too. I mean, he's got 20,000 likes on Facebook, his Facebook page. I mean, he's been on there for I don't know how many years. He's a fully established. He's ran plenty of Facebook ads before. And, yeah, all of a sudden another day we noticed that his Facebook page like page said it was restricted also it's just like did you get it back up i don't know i gotta talk to him now that you just said yours was too i, I need to touch base with yeah, him to I,
1: I, when i talked to facebook they said a lot of people are dealing with that right now and i'm like maybe i just got fired off because yeah. i'm just that number
0: yeah exactly
1: oh you know, man like and i i'm putting a video out about this next week and it's like dude man like it's it's a little worrisome man because our world is going into a weird area and it's where and the it's control, not
0: about, where some people can have a have a too much control over certain things well basically. it's more political stuff
1: man it's right. like we're going into a world that is um very like and this is my opinion
2: mm-hmm.
1: not i don't want any discussions here i'm just going to make my statement but i think that we're going into a a socialist world i think mm-hmm. that we are not allowed to say the things that we want i think that our human rights are being basically stolen from us slowly but surely mm-hmm. uh, i just think that it's just not the it's not the freedoms that are in you know in our documents man it's just not it's mm-hmm. it's we can't say the things that we want like i have a friend who had a shopify store that i built for him and he sells cups that are about conspiracy theories and it's kind of funny because he has a youtube channel has a lot of subs man youtube shut him down and oh, really? he was he was making like 10 to 20k a month on the shopify store organically man organically mm-hmm. and they shut him down and the shopify shut him down
2: yeah
1: and it sucks man because he's selling things that require an opinion everybody has their own opinion i think that we have lost touch with um how far we can really like go as as, as a society and it's a reflection on Facebook too. Like they're going through a lawsuit right now. And there's a lot of things that are gonna unfold here in the next three months, man, because um, obviously Biden's moving into office and all these things and it's like, and I don't even know what's going on. I don't know if Trump is revolting these, but I don't, I have no clue. I have no freaking clue. Um, Mm -hmm. So I don't watch the news. I have no idea. Um, So it's just really scary things that we need to think about as a society And it's just, it kind of worries me because like, dude, over the past, and this is not because I need empathy. It's because I've done a lot of things that have been calculated. I've done a lot of things that are very risky. I have, you know, I have been in the dirt for so long and I've been that entrepreneur that literally like no one knows about yet. And it's, it's gonna unfold, but now that I can't run ads at scale, it feels like my ceiling is starting to come down. And it's like I don't know how much longer social media platforms are gonna allow their users to really be themselves. And it's just very astonishing, man. It's honestly very unfortunate, I think that um I don't know, man. It's just, it's something that I can't really talk a lot on just because I'm not very educated in, in political views, but I just think that we are caring about the wrong stuff. I think that people are bored and they're caring about shit. That doesn't matter. Quite frankly, I don't really think the president matters. I don't think it does. I think that people have this mindset that the president is going to save them. And it's not the case, no matter who the president is for the past 23 years of my life nothing has changed nothing i don't even know what they even do i have no freaking clue what's going on so it's like for me i think that people need to vote more for themselves and i think that if we had a more conjoined society of like you know expressing our freedoms more without being so like judgmental and argumental on social that we would be a much happier society and and these are people like we have people who argue about political views but don't actually do anything about it or don't even practice real values that a real American should be expressing. And they're the ones who are voting. And it's like, all this shit is just out of proportion. And that's why I stay out of like discussions like this, where, you know, as soon as you say one sentence, you have four people coming at you, like barking dogs. And it's like, so many people have opinions about things that don't relate to them. They're yeah. willing to to argue and vote more for other people that they've never met, never been associated with, they are willing to vote and fight for a president more than fight for themselves. Mm -hmm. And it is astonishing to me, man. People have families, people have obligations, man. I will never, never let something like that get in the way of what I
0: want. And it's like. It's crazy, man. Where do you see that with Facebook? I mean, you know, like you said, yours is shut down. So I don't think that people like me are going to be allowed to run
1: ads on Facebook at scale ever again. I don't think that's going to be a possibility, man.
0: So um, what's next, do you think? Is that why you TikTok and just kind of taking advantage of whatever else? Yeah, is? I'm
1: trying to just explore other man. avenues. Yeah, I'm trying to explore the avenues of traffic. I think that um, a lot of business owners who have depended on online business for so long are, are going to get whacked. And it's gonna be, it's gonna be interesting, man. I mean, dude, if I go down, I go down.
0: What do you think uh, Google, like back, going back to Google, is Google, I mean. I mean, just... right
1: now, I, as far as today, I just started YouTube ads today. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know the ROI of them just yet. Um, but yeah, man, I'm just tapping into that now. So,
0: uh, but you man, think, this You business... think potentially, you think potentially for a local business though, probably still with Facebook. I mean, they could get away with just a yeah, basic promotion. Stuff. Yeah.
1: Here's the problem, man, is that they're not spending a lot of money. So Facebook doesn't care. Like Mm -hmm. me, man, like I was spending like $4,000 a day, a Mm -hmm. day. Like I have a lot more eyeballs on me. Like Mm -hmm. I, me and other creators are in the Ty Lopez kind of crap where we're Mm -hmm. spending a lot of money. Like that has a lot of eyeballs, man. So it's, I don't know, man it's it's interesting to me because i've literally built my whole entire like brand from running facebook ads i have built this persona not persona like credibility but like the persona mm-hmm. of me being an expert right and it's not really a persona it's just like the what the fuck is the word ambiance oh social whatever.
0: proof too i mean social yeah. proof you so got, built of, up some social proof
1: yeah so it's like i've also learned from facebook ads i've spent yeah. money learning too like i've spent a lot of money spent right. millions of dollars on Facebook through across clients and myself. It's like mm-hmm. you learn a lot when you spend money because shit doesn't work and shit does work. Right. And, um, I don't know, man, it's definitely a little scary, but you know, everybody's got to pivot at some point, man. It's right. like, even, even the people who are on a roll, man, I felt like I was on a roll. Mm-hmm. I really was. And like, dude, there were days where I would make 10 to 15 grand in a day and I right. would just go to sleep and be like, what the
2: fuck? yeah. You know?
1: And it's like, I don't know man it's 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 really interesting because i think that right now is a very like censored time Mm -hmm. um with everything going on in the world especially the pandemic man the pandemic started all this shit um so it's like
0: well i think that's again kind of wraps up too with the hustlepreneur as far as just being like if it's in your heart if if it's something that's in you i mean you know the real ones will figure it out and i guess you know the ones that you know that can't withstand you know the the changes and withstand the pressure and withstand thing you know all the negative and stuff you know they'll you know
2: true man you know
0: if again if you fight for it you know you can make stuff happen yeah
1: no true that man i agree so it's um
0: we can kind of wrap up here too with i like to just kind of ask uh some questions as far as like Um, just kind of fun tips tricks kind of top fives top sevens top tens whatever you want to call it Um, who are three people that are most uh, influential to you it could have been in prior history it could be today just what are three three people i mean i think you might have mentioned one just um, like the hustle daily Um, i don't know or jason capital but who are just kind of three three people right now for sure are probably um
1: jason capital um i really like Um, Bradley, because Bradley is a sales closing guy. I think that he has a lot to offer and he's helped me a lot like getting better on the phone. Mm -hmm. I mean, my closing rate has increased drastically just from listening to his stuff. Um, another person would probably be like, you know, a mixture of Grant Cardone and, um, Ty Lopez. And then dude, man, um, Prince EA, he puts out a lot of great videos about like wisdom and like practical Mm -hmm. things like society that give me some humbleness. So that's like yeah. another part of like my mindfulness is definitely like Prince EA's content. Um, and then, you know, a little bit of tab, it's a Gary V. even though I don't really listen to him anymore just because some of the stuff that he says is like just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, because being in the vision that I am now, like I realized that like the stuff that Gary V. is talking about is more for like beginners. Right. Uh, and now it's more like, damn, like you just eat a ton of shit. Like no gratitude is really going to, do
0: anything well he knows point. how. he knows he knows the what basically he puts out the the yeah the beginner he puts of, out the, he puts content. The, vague, the content yeah because he, he, he's all it's all refurbished it's all refurbished and
1: then like yeah man like i get what he's trying to say right but right. when you're at scale he found and his
0: niche stuff. he found his he found his yeah. you know his thing
1: and everybody want he talks about entrepreneurship is cool but dude mm-hmm. he's literally feeding off that Mm-hmm. because people right. who want to get an entrepreneurship, the first person they get told to follow was him.
0: Right.
1: So he's kind of yeah. like, a, he's
0: built, yeah, he's built that, he's built that persona and you know, yeah. he's, he's living it's it. Dope,
1: man, I, I've met the guy twice. He's fucking dope. Yeah. But he's nobody different than anybody else. It's just that he hopped on a trend that was yeah. just unbeatable, man. Like the, the fucking dude's got a huge team. He spends mm-hmm. like, he he spends, I think $600,000 a month. With his video editing team, like the dude yeah. is spending dumb money on mm-hmm. Instagram. Uh, right. But yeah, man. I mean, he brought up Grant
0: Cardone too. I mean, uh are you are you looking at? I like money and stuff. Well, yeah. I'm just even too. Just are you looking at other stuff outside of? I mean, what what are your? Are you looking real estate? Are you in the stock market? Like what? Stock market, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I'm starting to get into that. that more, yeah.
1: Um, one of my clients actually has a stock trading group and he's really good at what he does.
0: Um, so I've been taking advice from him. Um, yeah, man, it's just like, so that's the only kind of investing right now as far as, um, honestly, I'm really just like thinking
1: long and hard about where I'm going to be pivoting. Mm -hmm. Um, if Facebook doesn't work out, I gotta, you know, either build out a new offer, Mm -hmm. spend more money on dumb shit. Like just, I, I feel like it's going to be, if I were to pivot, it's going to be a forty, fifty $50,000 play right? Um, of like an opportunity loss. So, I mean, obviously, you know, that's fine, but it's like, fuck, um, mm-hmm. you know, so things like that, that I think about right now, as far as like my obligations financially. Um, Yeah, man. I mean, it's just, and this is the thing, man, is that if it ever does go that way, man, I won't be upset. I'll be mad for probably a week, but then I'll be like, all right, it's time to fucking move on. Like I'll, me pounding and hounding is not going to do shit at this point.
2: So, right. um,
1: but also, man, there's other things in my life that like are not going the greatest. Um, I don't really have like a, like a love life or nothing like that. So it's kind of like, you know, like the business side's cool, man. Like I have everything else figured out. I can take care of my family. I make my money. I have a mm-hmm. nice car. Got a crib. But like, there's more to life than just like dumb shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know.
0: Well, is that um, the goal? Build up enough maybe money or enough stash or enough investment where you want to just travel or you want to build a family dude, I or you want do... to It's just mm-hmm.
1: you know, like right now, like I it's the holiday season, so I'm going home. Um, okay. Yep. And then you know, when I get back, yeah, man, I'm fucking, I got Amex points. I could travel for free if I wanted to.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's just that sometimes I like to stay here, you know, I paid for the freaking crib and it's like, I want to just stay here and enjoy it. But then I'm like, all right, I want to go here. I want to go there. I want to see this person. And then it's like, damn, like traveling, plus taking all these console calls plus trying to figure out what my new offer is going to be. If this goes South, like, I think it's just a matter of me just, collecting my thoughts better
0: yeah you do you know? have an end game like was it i guess pre facebook ads being shut down was there like an end game like it i want to ends- retire yeah. i want to retire by the time i'm 30 and i want to do this um, or i want to you know oh no,
1: i mean honestly man like two goals that i've always had was um i want to be able to like not be um in a lease
0: right.
1: i i Okay. So th- that's a weird thing to say, but I, I want to get to a point in my life where I make so much money that I actually don't have a house. I travel and I spend 365 days out of the year in right. the world. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that I've always wanted to do was, you know, uh, like get my parents a crib. Um, and then another goal of mine is to make a million dollars in one month. That has always been something that I've always wanted to do. I know that sounds nuts, But it's not nuts when you have an offer that's scalable. So Mm -hmm. I've always wanted to do that. So, I mean, it's not, I'm not going to say that it's not hard, but with the offer that I have, I mean, I would need a bigger team to be able to accommodate that much cash flow for sure. Right. Um, So that's something I've always wanted to do. Um,
2: That's cool,
1: man. Yeah. And then obviously, they probably retire by 40. Yeah. 35 to 40 ish. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be working and worrying about like, Right. I want to have enough money where I can buy like other instruments that are obviously going to pay me out like passive income, right. where I can go and travel and just do my thing. Uh-huh. Um, but man, like if I have a business that's pumping and I don't have to be there, then I don't really want to retire. I'd rather just enjoy the cash flow right, and just, just do yeah. shit. Like right. literally, man. Right. Like if I was making someone it's so much more like money, an
0: active retirement, just, you
1: know? Yeah, I would travel yeah. and like I would just eat steak with gold on it. I wouldn't even right. care. Right. Fuck it man it's it's not gonna hurt me so Mm -hmm. it's like you know but like it's not about the materialistic shit man it's like i want to be able to just be free like i want my mind to be free
0: well me and my wife talk about that too it's like man we just want to be able to go buy yeah like you said buy a steak we we, ours is food man we just want to eat go to the bahamas you know like do that type of stuff like we can have a small house like you said because we want to travel we want to be able to eat whatever we want whenever we want yeah you know, just true man it's all about just, just like enjoy. dude like
1: i'll go out to eat and i don't even look at the fucking bill anymore right.
0: like,
2: yeah.
1: i know that, it's that, probably like that's
0: 20, the level bucks. right there yeah that's it's the probably like
1: 20 like 20 30 bucks Fuck, i don't even care about 20 yeah. 30 bucks i'll just mm-hmm. give them my card and they're like don't you want to look i'm like no yeah. man Yeah.
0: that's it right and there.
1: that's where i want it to be but obviously other purchases no i'm not like that yet I can't go to a Lambo dealership. And right. be like I don't, you know, like no, yeah. like
0: that's just. It can't be, be Jeff Bezos, you know. <laughs> so
1: yeah, man. It's but I have more fun like in the journey. Like the journey's fun, man. It's it's cool being able to do shit like this at 23 while all your other friends are fucking just like putting out their resumes and getting denied. And it's yeah. like you get to do stuff like this, and it really gives you better perspective on like what life is all about and like why you can be. You know who you want to be man it's like it's enjoyable now obviously like yeah like this is a weird time for me obviously but it's it's about staying calm and collected i mean i know i'm smart like i'm not stupid um i'll figure something out but it's just like like what is the time frame what is the move what is the calculated response um because yeah man like like i was saying this morning to to my to my friends here it's like dude like when you're up against the wall and you've got a lot of obligations it is different it mm-hmm. is different especially when yeah. i've spent the last three years doing this one thing
2: mm-hmm. you know
1: i have other things that i take care of i don't just spend money on myself i got a family i got other obligations i got you know a house back in new york that i'm still paying a mortgage on i got i got shit, man like everyone's got their own shit. so it's mm-hmm. like when i'm faced with something like this where it's like hey man like the way my expenses are basically running it's like damn like i'm not going to be profiting as much anymore for the next couple months man i have to deal with i have to be okay with that Mm -hmm. Um, and just being able to swallow that pill man is hard for some people because going from what i was making a month and profiting to then going down to where i feel like i was eight months ago is not exciting but it's like i gotta swallow the pill man it's like at the end of the day, man, it's all about like you pick that bed, you got to sleep in it, kind of shit, man. It's... Right. And you,
0: know, and you know you'll get out of it too. I think that's that, yeah, that's that other yeah. thing too. Well, that's, that's why. That's that like, you got to have that swagger, you got to walk with it. Yeah.
1: So, people in my world, um, or not my world, but my age group, don't know how to save money. Okay? Right. If things all went shit right now, I'd be good. Mm-hmm. Like, it'd be fine. I would be okay. I could probably live for like two to three years without making a dollar and still be fine. Right. but that's not like, that's not what I want to fall back on. Right, it's like, exactly, oh, my, yeah. God, all my shit goes down. You know, I have three years of money to save me. No, that's the dumbest shit ever. Uh-huh. Um, so it's, it's more so like at least making a calculated move. And obviously like, you know, like, um, there's a lot of other things that I'm into as far as like spirituality and like religion. Um, I think that whatever happens is like, you know, it's it's forcing me into a direction that is all part of the plan, man. It's, it's
0: right. just- That's how I feel too, man. Everything's part yeah, of the plan. Like, maybe man, yeah,
1: maybe I wasn't, you know, maybe it's time to move on. Maybe it's something that's not s- scalable in the manner that I want. Maybe there's something else in my life that I need to explore first. Right. You know, there's a lot of things like, eh, we're getting a little deep here, but there's a lot of things in my life that are not like, you know, sunshine and rainbows, man. Mm-hmm. Like at the end of the day, like, I live with a bunch of fucking dudes, right? right? cool Yeah. but like bro at the end of the day man like I'm a dude I'm lonely like it's entrepreneurship bro it's there's more things in my life that I need to explore
0: well yeah I think that's a big thing people always have to realize too is entrepreneurship isn't you know it's not always glitz and glam you know it's not you know it's just it's it's a grind man it's that grind that you know I'm trying to live that I'm trying to live you know I'm trying to build my stuff also and I have a wife and a son you know so it's like that too is like I'm away from them, you know. I'm away from, you know, like I'm doing this right now. They're downstairs, you know, eating, doing whatever, and you know. So it's just, yeah, that grind is definitely, uh, you know, it's not always, you know, the funnest. I guess.
1: Yeah. No, that's dope, man. You're married, man. Congrats.
0: That's awesome. Appreciate um, it, man.
1: How long you guys are married?
0: Uh, since 2018. Okay. Dope. We actually got we got engaged in the Bahamas, and then we got married in the Bahamas. Oh shit. And then... Uh, Nassau? Uh, so, yeah, we got engaged uh, in Nassau. We went to Atlantis. Okay. And then... Oh, dude. Yep. Yeah, I've been,
1: like, maybe three or four times on a cruise with my, with my family, dude. Yeah. The Bahamas is the shit, man. Oh, yeah, we, I,
0: yeah, Beautiful. we She So, when I, I played college baseball. And so, when I got done with baseball, my wife, who was my girlfriend then, obviously, she, um, for my graduation present, she got, like, a small cruise to the Bahamas. And that Mm -hmm. was our first time going. And like, I fell in love. Like we both were like fell in love with the place. And so, yeah, um, I did, I was doing really good in work. You know, I got some money. This was a few years later. And, uh, one of the sales bonuses I got, I was like, well, let's go to Atlantis. I got a ring and all that stuff. And yeah, I proposed there. And then, uh,
1: (laughs) I got a sales bonus. He's like, yeah, we're going to Atlantis. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Let's
0: let's go to Atlantis, man. Like this, this splurge, you know? (laughs) And, um, yeah, so we went there and then, uh, yeah, we planned our our wedding in the Bahamas, destination wedding. Got everybody out there. It was, it was the best week ever. And then, uh, yeah, went honeymoon in uh, honeymooned in the Bahamas also. So we got married in Grand Bahama, Freeport, and then we honeymooned in Exuma, which is famous for the, the swimming pigs. You know all the- Yeah, man, uh, damn you're lit. Pigs. I <laughs> I did all that. So yeah, we got. So I was twenty five. Five when we got married 20, 26, 25 I think it was 25 when we got married, something like that 25, 26, and then my son was you just born because
1: your anniversary might be coming up she yeah, I know, attitude. right? I know, right? <laughs> yeah. And, oh,
0: shit. yeah, and then we, yeah, she pretty much got pregnant like, not on the honeymoon it wasn't a honeymoon baby, but a few weeks after oh, um, oh, shit, I thought you were- <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, and then uh, yeah, I had the, my son's uh, 19 months now, so it's cool yeah, that's dope that's awesome but yeah I've, I've been a sales you know salesman and, and doing sales and stuff for the last five years and it's just you know times are what it is and I've always had the entrepreneurship in me or just the hustle so um, different things that have led me here you know doing the podcast yeah. and just doing the different econ businesses and yeah. hey man that's dope I always joked with my buddy I was like man I, wanna, I always want to have like a talk show like Jimmy Fallon or something you know like I always like <laughs> It's just dope, you know? Like, I just like that type type of stuff, so um, this podcast, I guess, is kind of filling that little passion, so we'll see where that, where this goes.
2: Yeah, man, no, it's dope.
0: But no, man, you're 23, obviously, man, you got your head on your shoulders. Like I said, I was just getting, you know, done playing baseball, uh, getting, you know, out of college, and, move, oh, well, we lived in Michigan, too, and so we moved down here to Florida, and, um, yeah, just trying to figure it out, just, yeah, you know? Uh-huh. But no, you got a good head on your shoulders. Obviously, I think you. I think you'll go places. You'll you'll find the right one. You, you'll find the your wife. <laughs> you'll find your wife. Oh shit! <laughs> just run, oh well, if you're, I was gonna say if your Facebook ads didn't get shut down, you could just do a lead gen or Click Funnels for um for dude. Uh, that's hilarious. That's what I was burger. saying.
1: I was wait. We used to live in Orlando, and I was like, yo, I should run a Facebook ad with like my dating profile, dude. That's funny that you said that shit. That's very hilarious.
0: Very that's what I'm talking about. You I run a Facebook ad, ad for my girlfriend. <laughs> there you go. Forget forget you don't need the the you don't need Tinder and all that stuff, man. You can just run a Facebook ad. You running down the street. You just running down the street <laughs> saying you're looking <laughs> for your three
1: mile radius ad and be like, hey, like have like a little like graphic pop up to me, like a dating profile yeah. with my height, my weight, my hobbies. Yeah, Dude, yeah. that's hilarious. Holy crap, that's awesome
0: nah man jason I, I appreciate you on um i definitely uh you know i appreciate you coming on and dropping some knowledge um 23 yeah, again that's young man it just shows again people you know it doesn't matter your age man you just gotta yeah. network i mean you networked early on which helps yeah. you you know and so yeah network uh yeah just just make it happen basically doesn't matter age like you said don't be afraid don't be afraid yeah. to talk to older people or like you you know just if you want something go after it yeah no, also beat
1: the, I also illegally beat the school system, but we're going to keep that on the line. Oh, my but. God.
0: <laughs> that's that's – high school's high school, right? <laughs> Plus college. Oh, my God. Hey, but oh, we'll, they'll have to tune into the book, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. No, so, again, follow follow Jason on Instagram. Just look up Jason Wojo on all the networks. You'll, you'll find him. Um and again, man, thank you. Thank you so much for, for coming God, on. Man.
1: Yep, appreciate it.
0: All right, Hustlepreneurs, that wraps up episode three of the Hustlepreneur Life. Um, definitely, again, really thankful for Jason coming on. I uh, just want to shout out the sponsor for this video, is Royal Legacy Clothing. Uh, you can check it out in the description. I am part owner of Royal Legacy Clothing, so I'll probably be the sponsor for a little while. So, you know, hey, anybody else out there watching, if you want to uh, sponsor the video, just let me know. But no, seriously, so check out Royal Legacy Clothing, uh, royallegacyclothing.com. You can see it in uh, the description below, but again, Really appreciate I hope you guys enjoyed uh, the video. Like and subscribe. If you did, please subscribe. You'll get a lot more content, different people. Every video is going to be something new. And again, like the video. It really helps out. really helps out the al- algorithms and all that stuff. So smash it, like it, hammer it, whatever you want to call it, whatever the, the YouTubers are saying right now. But um, yeah, appreciate you guys. Have a good night. Thank you.